Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Aria, you uh, have an, an update on what's happening in China with the Uyghur Muslims. Now, recently on the show, we've talked a lot about the lockdowns that have been happening in places like Shanghai, which apparently recent updates have that Shanghai is quote-unquote opening, but yet reports are that there's still plenty of areas in the, the, the city, which is a humongous city, of 25 million people. Some are still being locked down. Many people were locked down for close to three months of their lives in this uh, in this city. So that's where a lot of the focus has been. But meanwhile, the Uyghur Muslims out in the northwest part of China have continued to be tortured and kidnapped and uh, imprisoned for simply, well, basically having a religion, I think is what it seems or like being suspected of having a religion well they are considered to be muslims although you're saying they might put somebody in in prison even if they just suspect they're a muslim essentially yeah because yeah. um a lot of these muslims as they're held in i mean they're questioned by police or whatever and they're told you need to do you believe in god or do you worship allah or whatever and they they say no mm. even though they are in fact religious so there's in the a, hopes that that will keep them out of yes. prison and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Right. And, you know, this has been going on there for years, but what fascinates me most about this story is the AI component of it. In his book, Turkle, who's a guy they were referencing earlier, but I skipped over that, tells the story of a young woman named Zamrat who recalled what they shuddered the first time she was forced to renounce Islam. The party apparatchik leading the meeting shouted out to the assembled Uyghurs, is there a God? The shocked crowd paused before answering no. They had mm. to. Members of their neighborhood watch were scrutinizing their reactions as they stood around the flagpole. Terrified, Zamrat moved her lips, but didn't actually speak the words denouncing her faith that first time. Who is your new god? The meeting leader asked. Now, I this is one of those times where I, I wish we had uh, Will Coley with us here, a former host of the show, a um, um, an imam in, uh, in Islam, who my question, of course, for him would be, are you allowed to do this under the rules of Islam? Are you allowed to I don't think so. to say you are not Islamic when asked by under threat? I know in Christianity you're not allowed to or you're not supposed to. The, mm-hmm. the argument essentially is that if you turn your back on God, then mm-hmm. he will turn your his back on you or something yeah. to that effect. I imagine it's the same in Islam, but I, feel I don't like actually that's, know. Yeah, that's what I would lean towards just sort of knowing what little I do know. Uh, but I don't know 100%. They have trained their machines, they've trained their computers there by forcing every single person in these in the northeastern or sorry northwestern area of uh, of China to basically submit all of their statistics, all of their biometrics. They're being scanned, they're being uh, checked, they're being recorded, they're being motion captured. And they have this database to be able to know where they are at all times. And who is claiming that this is taking place? A Uyghur Muslim who has fled from China. So, I mean... Good plan, by the way. If you're a Uyghur Muslim and you aren't planning to leave, uh, I mean, I don't know how easy it is to get out of there and get to... It can't be easy, man. Communist governments make it really hard to get away. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, but you hear about North Koreans getting out all the time. The Koreans can get out, and that's a much smaller, uh, you know, place from which to leave. I mean, this is a landmass that you said is about the size of Alaska, uh, and there's a long border there, I think, with Kazakhstan. So yeah, and that's another issue is that go the, to Turkey. The the neighboring Muslim countries will will turn around and kick them right back to will China. Will they? Yeah. God. 
insane. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, up. and when I hear things like that, I all you people claiming that you, the U.S. is the most racist country in the world, that you shut up. If you buy more groceries than usual, AI alerts the police that you may have unregistered guests and your home is raided. If you wow. buy more gas than usual, the police will stop by to ask you where you think you're going. Wow, so no more keeping, you know, the Muslims under the floorboards, right? Like they did in Germany with uh, Jews back in the day. Uh, Now they are watching your every consumption. Well, think about the logistics of how that would work with this technology. You you would bring the person out of the floorboards to give them food or whatever. Your phone, which has this software on it that allows the AI to directly hear everything is being said. Here's another person speaking, so it checks out against this database because it has every adult Uyghur Muslim. Unauthorized. And it goes, oh, this is where that person is. Send in the police. Mm -hmm. A terrifying level of surveillance. And then automatedly sends the warrant. Like, there's not even a human involved in the process until the actual arrest. And then then it's not really a... it's not even, it's a kangaroo court, basically. So do you sure. believe in God? Or right. They torture you. You're bound by your neck, your feet, and your hands before they've even done anything to you. In Zumrat's case, she made the mistake of texting the common Islamic expression, peace be upon you, oh, to a friend. Shortly, which, that's not necessarily a sign of being religious. It's just a peace be upon you. Well, Good enough is, for the government. Yeah, well, it is true that you know, Muslims are known for saying that. It's not innately religious. Are they unhappy with another race in their country, or is it the whole religious thing? Because that's it goes against their. I think it's both, and I have to correct myself. I don't think it's atheism at all that is the official religion of China. I mean, they call it atheism, but what is religion? What they consider to be the state religion? I mean, the state religion. Well, the state is, is the religion. The state religion. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're not atheists. But Xi Jinping is their god. They don't want other. Uh, competitors around they don't want christians they don't want muslims and uh and it's it's horrifying what they're doing to the people out there they are they're essentially forcing them in front of cameras computers capturing all kinds of data about these individuals and then monitoring them constantly if they say anything suspicious that might make the chinese so-called authorities believe that they could still be harboring religious beliefs they will issue the machines will issue a warrant and it comes through the fax machine or whatever at the local uh, bureaucrats the police and then they send agents out to investigate slash arrest inqu- inquire uh it, you know force them to answer questions about their belief system if they don't believe them they might just throw them in a prison cell, or maybe they'll be nice and just put an agent into their home 24 hours a day. When AI isn't enough, it sends in an actual human being, and eventually they get to a point where one of these Chinese uh, police officers basically is living with them. This bureaucrat is mm-hmm. living in their home, and they just pretend to be a relative or a family member. Well, in China, all you need there's always someone on a street blo- on a block. On, uh, there's someone on your block who will tattle sure. and who will complain. There's a Karen on every street. If they don't, then they get in trouble. There, there, there is there is there is a Karen on your block yeah. who doesn't need to be coerced into That's complaining true. about their neighbors. They love, they love to the do party it. and they'll it's, do what they're it's told. So much worse than that in the in the Zhejiang province, they have a Karen there who's appointed to be there by the state in order oh, yeah. to watch for people to turn in. Imagine how that makes them feel. Just, then they have just power. so they can just yeah, so they can wear that badge, mm-hmm. that badge of power. Yeah, just like the old hall monitors back in uh, government school. Remember those guys? 
I know some of those guys. Uh-huh. And of course, this system is ripe for abuse. It even goes on when the Uyghur Muslims are still living in the household since the men are often afraid to interfere. When one woman complained to her husband that their Chinese relative was pressing her to give him oral sex, Turkle says, "Wow, the man was terrified and insisted there was nothing they could do. The Chinese government has broken the dignity of this Uyghur man to the point where he was unwilling to protect his wife, the mother of his child. And if he raises a hand to this other guy, they're going to just take him away. Yeah, they'll just disappear him and his family. As a business owner in Maine, one thing that I've noticed over the past like three years is that a lot of younger people like aren't ready to enter the workforce. Um, hmm. I'm not sure if you guys have seen that yourselves personally. When you say that, uh, can you give us some examples of why you say that? Um, just a lot of the people that are applying to our business and some of the people that we employ, like you would assume that, oh, you know, of like, you know, the basic skill of, you know, being polite to coworkers or, you know, like making good choices at work or even just coming to work on time. Um, within the past year, my business personally, I've probably gone through 60 people. Wow. And, and like, how big is your staff? Um, 30, 34 people. Okay. What industry wow. are you in? Uh, restaurant industry. Yeah, yeah, and, that, make, that makes you sense. Know, like, I, I can tell you, as someone some who also works in the food twenty industry, to thirty dollars an hour, and you know, yeah, Dan, like, I can tell you what's happening here. Uh, your your employees aren't treated well; they're not being paid fairly, and there's a high turnover rate as they cycle in and out of jobs in order to. Well, you know, I mean, you don't know what he pays his employees. I, I don't have to. This yeah. is this is ubiquitous throughout the restaurant industry, and it, it's been going on for decades. It sucks to work there, and the workers there tend to be underpaid. They're treated like crap. And the, I'm speaking from personal experience here. I mean, typically when you hear people talking about working at a restaurant, they're working as waiters or waitresses. They're getting paid the waitress, uh, you know, rate of three bucks an hour or whatever it is, three twenty or something like that. So, are you running like an ice cream stand or something? I mean, what is it that where you are you talking about? The kitchen staff is getting paid fifteen to twenty, and then the waitresses are getting you know the normal rate. How's that? How's that work? No, it's a coffee shop. It's not like a full service restaurant. Okay. So. Okay, gotcha. So you're doing yeah. a coffee shop, so presumably they can make tips on top of that, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, Aria. What's what was Starbucks paying before uh, you know all this went down? Not as what I don't know. Probably twelve, thirteen an hour. I bet you were paying but, better than Starbucks, weren't you? Probably, but Starbucks uh, also has yeah, the same was. staffing like, issues. I actually looked at job hostings and called around and just to see, you know, Portland, Maine, Scarborough, Maine, like you know. Yeah, an ent- an entry level job doing washing dishes, delivering food out to the table, making and making making $20 an hour, that is really good. Yeah, I, I mean, Ari, I get where you're coming from, but you have to also look at it from the business owner's perspective. He's in a competitive marketplace and he's got to keep his losing. prices down. And he's losing and he can't No, keep he's a staff. just saying he's losing these these teenagers who don't want to work. He's looking for solutions, and he's he's blaming the younger people who don't want to work when really this is an ongoing issue that's been going on for decades because employees have been underpaid and overworked. But hold on a second. You said you have staff, right? So do you have people that have worked there for a long time? Yeah. I have probably six people that have been working for me for more than five years. And you have a staff of about 30? Working for us for 
13 years. I mean, one thing so. I've, I've never worked in the restaurant business, but I've, my, my, many of my girlfriends have, and I've, I've known people personally who have, and I've always known that it has always been a high turnover business forever. And, and that yeah. may be because of what you're saying. Maybe some of these managers suck and these owners suck or whatever, but I mean, can't you acknowledge that what he's saying is also true that teenagers do not have a good work ethic in the United States? I bet you if you brought somebody in from Mexico, they would be willing to work plenty hard and not for half, for half the cost, probably. Hey, Daily Digestion listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. I'm divisional management, but yeah, I mean... Okay. Well, you're in the kitchen, though. I mean, every time you're calling in, you're, you're I hear clanging and clanging uh, in the background. So you're not sitting yep. in an office. Nope. Okay. You're there um, yeah, on the so floor. I wanna, I wanna make you're seeing the uh, the employees coming in. You're seeing them go. Are, can you relate at all to what Dan in Maine was talking about? Or is Aria completely right and this Dan guy is just treating employees like crap and that's why he can't hold on to them? So, so there's two things. One... Um, I want to know, Aria, where twenty dollars is minimum. Like, I'll go there right now. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. <laughs> to wash dishes, to, mo- to mop a floor. People say that, right? But some of these places that offer twenty dollars an hour, you get there, you might have the boss screaming at you, "Hey, you're not allowed to sit down while you're doing this. There's no breaks. Get back to work." Twenty dollars an hour is not enough to work for a POS boss in a hostile work environment. Well, we have no evidence this guy is a POS. We, we, we don't know anything about him. We don't, and I'm not saying he is. I'm saying that $20. You were saying that. No, I said $20 isn't necessarily enough. That's literally how I started that statement. This guy's working in the, in the kitchen, and he's a manager, and he isn't working and making $20. What do, you, do you mind saying, Stephen, what they're paying you? So I am a certified meat cutter, a certified chef. I'm a certified gold level surf for like health inspection stuff um and i make 1830 wow if you weren't here before covid you don't last six months um and if you're 20 or 21 or younger you don't last four months um and part of that is that restaurants are desperate and i remember a point in time um where you walk in and the kitchen like Every kitchen has its own atmosphere, but we're going to listen to death metal. We're going to listen to gangster rap. And we're going to joke around and have fun. And one of the things that's happened is you can't do that a lot of times anymore, especially in corporate kitchens. So, like, dudes come in and they say something stupid and everyone's got a negative attitude about them and they get their head bitten off over it. Um, and so, like, this whole I can't keep people, it, it's not you, dude. It's the industry. The industry can't keep people right now. If you've been doing this since before COVID, you're not staying six months. Um, and you're probably going to restaurant hop. Uh, Why we is have that, a guy, though, Stephen? Have... Why can't the industry keep people? Uh, we're, we're dancing around that issue. Um, because, my opinion, the 18, 19, 20-year-olds um, feel entitled. So hire 21-year-olds. Why can't you keep 21-year-olds? 
um, because 21-year-olds aren't leaving their jobs. When COVID went down and the company that I worked for shut down, I stayed with my boss. I see. Um, and Yeah. So he got a job, and then I was like, I want to work for you. And he's like, all right, come on. Um, and now, um, in a weird turn of events, we are peers, which is really fun. Hmm. So you're saying that uh, the young people that are coming in there are are completely useless. Like most of them, they're not sticking well, it out. They don't know the basics of just showing up on time and having I, a good attitude. No, no, no. That's not it. That, I'm, that's what I said. I apologize. What it is is they haven't been ever told they're wrong. And in this industry... You did use the term um, entitled. You say something? Well, yeah, they're entitled. And like they, they feel like, hey, I don't have to scrub that or I don't have to do this. Um, and you should just give me $12 an hour to wait tables plus tips. Like I've had that conversation. Hmm. Um, the big issue that I have with a lot of these young people is, one, they're dishonest. Um, and two, they can't stand competing ideas. So I, I work here 60 hours a week. I listen to the the radio show, I talk politics, and somebody told me that I was a domestic terrorist, and I was like, why? Let's have an honest conversation. What are your plans to expand the territory of volunteerism uh, in a post-collapse world? Well, I've been trying for the last 10 years, being here in Keene, uh, doing my doing my urban urban gardening i do i do i raise chickens i raise rabbits and my garden is huge you can see it from google <laughs> the google maps and every one of my every one of my neighborhood knows who i am this is this could be a bad thing because the first the first yeah. s- first step in prepping is you don't tell people you're a prepper i've been trying uh, to introduce this to my neighbors they're all really intrigued they're all you know all happy for me mm-hmm. but if it hits the fan I I already know where they're going to go. Now and I now the first wave might not make it through. But I only have I only have so much ammo. But uh for, so for, that's first 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 ease is uh I'm trying to live uh by example. I'm trying to prove that it's that it's possible. I uh, with the exception of of uh, animal feed for my chickens and for my rabbits, I am 100% self-sufficient. I grow enough food that I, don't, I would never have to walk into a store uh, to buy anything. I do, I do go, you know, to Aldi's. I buy milk. Do you remember that um, I brought up that school bus that got hit by a, um, a speeder that got flipped over? Yeah, that's right. So, flipped on its side. Families, their families are going to throw a lawsuit against the, the speeder and the white car. Um, and then the APS, the school board, and then also the school driver. And why? Why was the the driver know, at fault? They got t-boned. Well, um, you know what? That's the logic of this. I I, I heard this. It's like it's this kind of like overstretched, frivolous lawsuit. And what they? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like, like they, it. What, yeah, it is. Well, uh, the what they left out is the city. They need to sue, sue the city for removing the speeding cameras and red light cameras for these people were speeding and drag racing. So they are suing. I'm the sorry, Sarah, but the city them. will not be held liable for removing a red light camera because somebody decided to go and speed at a hundred miles an hour down the street. 
Cra- but, crazier mean, things have happened. They will not be held liable for that. They are immune from any kind of liability and for for uh, removing a actions. for removing a sign, a stop sign. No, she said a no, red light cameras. The, oh, oh, I thought right, it was because yeah. Well, the thing and besides, is that, a guy going 100 miles an hour doing a drag race doesn't give a damn about a stop sign. Yeah. Disturbing accounts of women being sexually assaulted and harassed in the metaverse are racking up, according to online watchdogs. <laughs> one 21-year-old woman says she was raped within one hour of being in the metaverse, according to a new I report. I if this woman ever encounters a real rape victim that they slap this person. Like this, this is such an insult to an actual victim yes. of actual yes. bodily violations of their, you know, privates. That's insane but, but to say Ian, this all is anything of, like that. All of these, all of these terms are being redefined. Yeah, this is crazy. You know, racism is redefined. Rape is redefined. It's a new. It's they these kids, these kids that won't go to work and work in the restaurants that yeah. we were talking about before. They're redefining and making up all these new words to, to, the to, so they can be a victim. Yeah, they don't know the difference. Be, to, to them, all of these things are interchangeable: sexual harassment, sexual assault, and rape. They're all the same thing to these people who are under the age of twenty-five or so. Like I see it all the time on Facebook, where someone talks about you know some some experience where they were sexually harassed, and they interchangeably use words like I was sexually assaulted or I was raped or whatever. And you came to find out it was like some, some dude was hitting on her. Yeah. So, so they don't even know the difference, man. It's sad. This, according to a new report from some of us, a nonprofit advocacy organization and online community that campaigns to hold corporations accountable. (laughs) The young woman who works as a researcher for the group, uh, the, the work, the group is some of us, uh, she is paid to research, quote, rapes in the virtual world. Was led into a private room at a party on Horizon Worlds, a metaverse platform released by Meta last December I in the like U.S. and Canada. I would like to see the rest of this clip now. <laughs> that, allows, uh, that allows users to gather with others, play, uh, play games, and build their own virtual worlds. She has claimed her avatar was then raped by a user while another watched and passed around a virtual bottle of vodka <laughs> and others could be seen watching yeah. through a window. Hold on. I, I've been to a fair number of parties and you never go to the back room with someone holding a video camera and a bottle of liquor. <laughs> that you don't know. and Unless yeah. you know what's about to go down. And if you don't know, just take a look around and it should be obvious. Oh, that's what's about to go down. So I would love to see the rest of this clip. There's video. We watched it during the break. There's. It's not worth playing on the air because it's just you know and the some video salacious comments. The, the thirty so seconds that we saw was just. It's a, it was. It's a party, and it's just. No, we don't need to watch any more of this. And yeah. the next thing you know, there's going to be another report by some progressive, some Chank Uger type, some Bernie Sanders type. Mm-hmm. He's going to write about how. Well, you know what? She really was into it. She wa- <laughs> because all women are. Well, and then it, and then it's going to be handmade. She did go into and it's a going to be handmaidens two, two strangers. Point, handmaidens two point oh. She, she did go into a back room with yep. two strangers yep. with alcohol. I mean, all they were missing no real was alcohol. the black casting couch, man. Well, there were there were black guys apparently, or at least they're, uh, they're at least they sounded their images were. Urban. But uh, the uh, the story here from someofus.org. So this is the, actual, the actual article yeah, they wrote. This is their twelve page report on what they experienced in the metaverse and i'm on page number five where they they've sort of just been talking about meta and it's acquiring of all these vr companies and buying different virtual reality games and you know owning these things uh and then they go into the uh, the claim that harassment and abuse is rampant 
then in the section called sexual violence and sexual harassment, there's actually written trigger warning in all caps. So for all those who are just too sensitive to even read the description of what happened in the metaverse here. They say minimal moderation allows toxic behavior to thrive, normalizing sexual harassment, especially toward female-appearing and female-sounding avatars. In May of 2022, some of us researchers, and it's spelled, by the way, S-U-M of us, uh, went into the metaverse and were astonished by how quickly they encountered sexual harassment. Quote, the some of us researcher noted how quickly she encountered sexual assault on the platform after another user encouraged her to disable the personal boundary setting. So she was manipulated by another user to turn off the setting that would have prevented the horrific rape from occurring because the boundary setting prevents other avatars that you aren't yep. friends with yep. from coming within a four-foot virtual foot radius. And by you. the way, Miss Researcher, it sounded like teenagers to me. You got, you got manipulated. You got groomed mm-hmm. by some kids. I think she wanted it to I happen. think she wanted it she to. Handmaid's Tale ba- 2.0, I'm she, telling you. She turned off the personal boundary and then proceeded to go into a private room with two men who she did not know. <laughs> you know, like, you just broke all the rules of real life, girl. But this is 2022. Here's how, here's how rape works in 2022. If you feel remorse the next day, if you feel guilty mm. that you had that one night stand with whoever, even though you consented, at even the time. though you consented at the time, and maybe maybe and maybe there were drinks involved, maybe you were completely one hundred percent sober. But if you feel guilty the next day, that's rape. I yeah. have seen that's rape. That's the new definition. Yeah, I insane. have seen people legitimately try to make that argument, and it's disturbing. It's rare, and I think those people are generally considered to be on the fringes of you know this ultra feminist wave or whatever. But there are people out there who legitimately would make that exactly this is this is not only is this part of victim culture but this is also scapegoating what happens when you take human beings and you eliminate any kind of potential for social like consequences for actions and and things that somebody might say people act differently than they would act in real life you take away and you give an anonymity to teenagers yep. and other badly behaved uh, individuals who know that there will be no consequence for and, being a real s head, and that's and that's exactly what happens. If you, I I don't play the consolers. I'm not a consoler. It's happened, but, so long. But that's that, but that's where that's where the real uh, the real pain is with these young kids. You know, uh, throwing out racial slurs and yeah, calling you names, this, and it's just they're just nasty. This has happened as long as there have been anonymous communications mediums. I remember when my friends and I, when we were teenagers, were screwing around on CB radio back yeah. in the mid 1990s. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, crank calling. Yeah, crank calls, sure. That used to be example. a thing. In fact, they had shows of good <laughs> yeah. crank callers. They do it on the radio. Yeah. But here's but here's the thing, lady, researcher, you don't have to go to this room. Nope. You didn't have to go to that back room. You don't even have to log on. You could I mean, have logged off if you wanted unquote, to. They could have, raped her right out in the front of the whole party, right? Like, there's nothing stopping them from doing it. <laughs> it, 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 it wait, 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 wait. It we, we, keep saying, we keep saying rape. This is her definition. This is 2022, because yeah. because that didn't happen. What do you want to call it? I it mean, wasn't even sexual harassment. Right. They bumped into her. <laughs> Unex- unauthorized bumping. Although you could argue it was authorized, because she turned off her little bubble. Uh, uh, yep. So, and anyway, uh, there's a couple more examples here. They, uh, they go on. So apparently Meta, uh, they 
talked about in the beginning part of this 12-page report that Meta has made a bunch of purchases. Not only did they buy Oculus, the company that was manufacturing and came up with you know one of the major players in the virtual reality hardware market, they bought that several years ago, probably most of the most of a decade at this point. Uh, but they also have purchased some of the software. So apparently, some of the uh, the most popular gaming applications that you can buy on the Oculus Rift store is actually owned by Meta. And so one of them is uh, called Population One. Now, I had not heard of this at all, but I went and I looked it up. It is uh, apparently one of these Battle Royale-style games. So for listeners that don't know, Battle Royale-style, it's usually like 100 or 150 players. You start at the beginning of the game, and it might be a 20 or 30-minute timer or something like that. And the goal of the game is to be the last man standing. It is true that a lot of guys will want girls on their team just because of their voices or whatever. And, you know, they're, they're, they're simps they're, or whatever. They're simps. They're, mm, yeah. They're, okay. It, but you do have a lot of guys out there who who hate playing with girls, and anytime unless they're a healer, wrong, unless they're a healer, no, no, they hate it then because if anything goes wrong, they immediately latch onto the girl and blame them. And the reason for it is because the presence of women in these male-dominated areas it makes men feel inadequate when they suck at the game. Really, <laughs> they're maybe maybe yeah. that's these two these there, two guys that we saw in the uh, the VR. There was an actual study done on this where like high skilled player high skilled male players they never were hostile to the female players. It was always the underperforming males mm. who were. Huh. Well, that makes it. But that's yeah. You're liberals. You're soy boys. Well, anyways, in my in my experience know, in my experience uh, the the girls were always sought after. We were always looking for real life, real life girls to add to our Why? to our because because we were Something guys nice to listen to. We're guys. Mm-hmm. We, we, it's nice to actually talk to someone uh, who's not a female character. I'm watching I'm watching booty and breasts all around me, but it's some dude. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, it's actually refreshing to actually have a, a real female on the other end. So I don't know what it's what it's become. Uh, t- from ten years ago when I was playing, but um, well, it's not good. It's not well. What I'm not I'm not trying to defend those guys. Those two guys, I think they're 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 nasty. Yeah, sure. But that's what you get. That's what you get on the internet. But you don't have to be in that room. You yeah. can log out. Anonymity. You can walk away. Yeah, you know, combine teenagers with the anonymity, and you're going to get some ugly stuff. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes. Subscribe to our podcast. Listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.